Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Roll up, roll up. Hello, hello, hello. It's Dottie Mae from the Humor Experiment Podcast. And boy, am I so glad to be in your little earbuddies or your speakers right now. I hope you've had an awesome week or I hope you get up for the start of an amazing one. Now, I've got a... Oh, I'm just so excited right now. Um, I've been introduced to my mate Zane's puppets and they're very exciting. (laughs) Hey Zane, what what's the place called where you get puppets made? FAO Schwartz. FAO Schwartz in New York is where these puppets were created. And sorry guys, this podcast can't continue. I gotta go. <laughs> I'm gonna fly off to New York right now. Make me some puppets. Oh my gosh, they're so cool. It's very exciting. Zane, I'm a little concerned because Nixie's sniffing <laughs> the puppet like she might eat it. Nixie's Zane's cat. <laughs> There's a lot of fun happening in the studio today. Um, <clears throat> anyway, that's me and my excitement <laughs> about puppet-related puppet business. Now, literally, Nixie's sniffing on the inside of the puppet. That's very intimate. Um, <laughs> so, on the podcast today, I'm actually going to um, give a phone interview to someone really cool. His name's Brett, and he runs a business called Larrikin Puppets. And he does a bunch of puppet shows. Um, Now, I've just found him online. I saw him on social media. And I was like, who's this dude hanging around town, like, doing cool stuff? And I've been just so drawn to puppets recently because they're just so colourful and joyful. Um, which Which is an interesting thing to be drawn to. But when you're a creative person, anything's possible, right? Um, so I'm actually going to give him a call in a minute and going to have a chat to him and you guys get to get to listen to me a part of that and I'm so excited. Um, in other news, um, Dottie May, which is me from the Humor Experiment, is going to be running a holiday program through Technicolored Theatre in the Gold Coast. So if you are somebody that is passionate about creative arts and you love to perform and you love to make things and... Oh, and that just sounds like your heaven, then you need to go and check out Technicolor Theatre on Facebook and Instagram and you know, maybe follow follow the links there, follow, follow on Instagram, um, like and follow on Facebook. And what that means is that when all their details come out, you'll be the first to know and you can sign on and do a workshop with me. And I'm doing workshops for all ages. I think there's some other cool things going to be happening as well, maybe some acro and some other some other theatre elements um, by other tutors. Um, but definitely sign up for that. It will be so groovy. I'm going to be taking workshops for ages three all the way up till forever. 
So if you're a hundred and a million years old, please come along and bring the elixir of life. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, we're going to phone in to say hi to Brett and I'm going to ask him some questions, hopefully have a laugh or two, but I don't want to be stingy. Hopefully we just don't stop laughing the whole time, but just stop laughing to breathe because we all need to breathe. And sometimes when you laugh too hard and you stop breathing, your laughter goes like this. It goes, ha, 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 which can also happen when you're crying really hard, but I'd much rather you laugh really hard and gasp for air that way. And I brought my horns in today <laughs> because I've just missed them. <laughs> I mean, look, the roadcast is doing a great job and I love the sound effects through that, that just like beauty, but also you can't go past a classic horn, let's be honest. So we've got Mama and Bubba horn in today, which is very exciting. I may not do that over the phone though into Brett's ear because that could be a little bit unfair, but we'll see. <laughs> That's something for us to all look forward to in suspense. Alrighty, we're going to have a short break and then when I come back, you are going to be introduced to the wonderful Brett from Larrikin Puppets. Woo! And we are back and I am such a nerd. I'm so excited. There's so many great things happening right now. There are puppets. I'm about to call a puppet master. Look, I don't know if he calls himself that. We'll see. (laughs) But I'm also going to do my first phone-in interview. And that's so exciting because when I grew up listening to the local radio station and they'd they'd get phone-ins, I always got really excited because like, ooh, what's going to happen now? (laughs) We have no idea. I'm sure it will be very good. Um, All right. Let's give him a call. And you even get to hear the ring-in because that is the most exciting part. That's it, guys. (laughs) Hello, this is Brett. Hello, Brett. It's Dottie from The Humor Experiment. You are recording already. (laughs) Hooray. (laughs) Yay. So don't... (laughs) I thought I'd better warn you, just in case you needed to burp or anything. Oh, all right. Yep. I'm all good. I'm all burped. I'm fine. <laughs> You're all burped. Burps are totally allowed, though. Um, nice Excellent. To- <laughs> nice to meet you. This is so exciting. How's your yeah, day been? Yeah, good to meet you. Oh, yeah, good, good. Um, didn't do any puppetry today, just did normal boring things, which was a nice break from um, puppetry. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was fine. Oh, cool. Um, now... I'm so excited to hear a little bit about what you do and a little bit more about Larrikin Puppets. Um, how long yep. have you been running running Larrikin Puppets? Uh, for about seven years now. Um, so I've been playing with puppets since I was a kid. So I've been doing it forever, That's but so running cool. Larrikin Puppets for about seven years. Yeah. Wow, that is awesome. And how did it how did it start out with your Oh, well, how did it start out as a kid? Like, what what drew you into that world? Well, I was just always fascinated with puppets. So I used to love watching Sesame Street and the Muppets, and I used to put socks or blankets or towels (laughs) on my hands and kind of imitate 
the movements, the lip sync and the, the way the characters moved and walked. And wow. it got to a point where I was sitting at the table and I was using napkins and tablecloths as puppets. And my parents would say, hey, that's not a puppet. So, um, <laughs> so, so um, cool. eventually they got me a couple of puppets for me to actually play with and practice with. Wow. And I had a little duck and a little hippopotamus puppet. And I used to just watch and mimic and learn all the moves. Oh, and, my gosh. Um, just got better and better as I grew up. And then I started doing um, little puppet shows around the house and then <laughs> at, at the school library at lunchtime. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah, just kind of always did it for fun. And then um, so that's basically how I got started as a kid, just loved Jim Henson and oh. everything he was doing. So um, the Fraggle Rock was another one that was on TV at the time. Yeah. And all of the all the Muppet movies. And I just um, I, I love just the pirate everything. one. Oh, the Muppets Treasure Island. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That came out <laughs> That came out a few years after Jim Henson died. So that was a kind of a, oh. a really sad day um, when that happened because um, he was sort of a hero of mine growing up. Um, wow. It's just great that the Muppets and Sesame Street have continued to this day um, yeah. without him. It's Yeah, but uh, oh. yeah, I was always inspired by what was going on. And every time there was a behind-the-scenes documentary or anything like that, yeah. Um, I'd always just watch with great interest and, and learn about who the puppeteers were and what they were doing and how they did it. And I always just wanted to to do that myself. Yeah. That is so cool. And then how did you end up going from that into your into your business of Larrikin Puppets? Well, um, so I kind of just did a bit of just casual hobby puppetry whenever in the, any rare opportunity it came up in the lead up to then. Wow. And then one day uh, there was a call out for people to audition for Avenue Q, which is um, a Broadway musical. It's sort of a parody of Sesame Street. Awesome. And it was the first, it was the first time a Brisbane theatre was putting it on. So Brisbane Arts Theatre were putting it on. Yeah. And um, it's been since been performed several times around Southeast Queensland. Yeah. But, um, there was a call out for people to audition. So I brought one of my little puppets along and um, <laughs> auditioned. And um, I was very lucky because because I had all this sort of skill. I already had sort of self-taught myself how to kind of properly move the puppets and do the, the lip sync and all of that and arm rod work and all of that. Yeah, I went in and I brought a puppet. I did the songs and did the the various things that I was asked to do and um, I got in and not only did I get into the cast but they asked me to be the um, puppet trainer of the rest of the cast too because they were all all actors um, without puppetry training so so they said to me I was the only one that had any of the skills to kind of get people help people along and get people to get the puppets to move um, like they should so um, I got to train everyone as well that is so So, cool um, yeah, and that was all a volunteer kind of basis, but it was just great because I loved Avenue Q. I had seen it before. Um, yep. There was a professional Australian-New Zealand touring cast that came through. I saw a year it. Or two before that. I yeah. saw that in Melbourne. It was magic. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was yeah. so cool. Yeah, and so I thought, oh, this is perfect, and um, it was just amazing to get into that. And then at the end of that same year um, – so once it, that sort of ran from auditions right through to the final performance, it was sort of around a six-month kind of period. Yeah. So, um, yeah, auditions right through to all the rehearsals and then finally the the performances. And then that was sort of six months of going in every night and every weekend to perform with um, Avenue Q, which was just 
amazing. Awesome. And then at the end of that, um, I lost my job, my full-time job. So I was like, oh, I've lost Avenue Q and I've lost my job. Oh. And then my, um, yeah, my first wife uh, left me as well. So I kind of lost my marriage as well. So I kind of wow. just lost everything at the same time. That's a and, rough time, um, yeah. Yeah. So people can kind of, uh, when you lose everything, you can either just continue to be really depressed and sometimes it's really hard to handle and, yeah. you know, some people can do awful things and uh, but or you can kind of try to pick up all of the pieces and yeah. rebuild yourself and um, yeah and when you've got nothing else to lose mm-hmm. you just try to start from scratch so I kind of um, <laughs> thought well that's it this puppetry business that I've been kind of wanting to start but wasn't really sure how I was going to do it around work or um, other commitments how was I going to actually do this yeah and I thought well that's it I've got all the time in the world um, <laughs> and so I kind of uh, found out about this unemployment program called the NICE program, NEIS. Which is what I also them. have done, which is why I was oh, in contact with you yeah. at first. Yeah, because I saw you through their their program, like some of the advertisements, I think, of like success of, you know, the program. And I saw yeah, you advertise. Yeah, I've kind of become a bit of a, a poster boy for That's the so uh, <laughs> cool, yeah. unemployed entrepreneur <laughs> doing the impossible uh, yeah. crazy business thing. Yeah. Um, because I um, yeah I heard about it. Someone just casually mentioned to it to, to me on uh, on Facebook. Uh, they said when you go into Centrelink with your job diary, just mention Nice, and you know maybe you can get into that and start your business. Yeah. And so I went into Centrelink one day, and um, you know you, you, the usual greeting that you get the yeah the, the, <laughs> the, the grumpy frowning person <laughs> at the desk. Super yes, <laughs> yeah. 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 And then I said, oh, can you tell me anything about Nice? Mm. And then her face lit up. Like, oh, oh, you'd like to start a business. Wow. Oh, all right. I'll get the paperwork for you. That happened like, to me as well. Like yeah. there was just, just like such a negative buzz in the space. And I, I'd gone in with that same mission I'd heard about. It, and I was like, yeah, well, of course I want to do something. I don't want to just sit on my butt and waste away every day and be sad that things aren't going to plan. Like, of course I want to, you know, empower yeah. myself and try something. Yeah. And of course, surprisingly to many, um, not all of us actually want to be unemployed. Yeah. Not all of us want to be. <laughs> I know. Um, we actually do want to work. Yeah, and, exactly. Um, yeah. So uh, anyway, I it's good to just dispel work. a little myth there along the way <laughs> in, in the, yeah, in the, the midst right. of our chat because it can be like quite, yeah, quite um, like it's just not a good myth that that, that exists. <laughs> Because, yeah, yeah, yeah there yeah, are yeah, there yeah, are a lot of people out there, like you said, that they, they don't want to be in that position and, and you know, do want to work hard at something that they just they actually, just want to care about it, you know? Yeah, and finding work is really hard. Yeah. It actually is really hard. And it's not even a matter of not being able to write a letter or make a call or have good qualifications. Sometimes it really is simply there aren't any jobs out there, no one hiring. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I did this. I turned up to the um, – I felt – I applied yeah and then I got called in for the interview uh, at Nice because you know you've got to kind of convince them that you've got a viable business that's gonna make some money yeah so I sat down and the and the guy was like it's a puppets so like, you really think you can make money out of puppets <laughs> I'm like, and I was just really passionate about it. So, yeah absolutely I've just always wanted to do this because I've yeah. got report cards from grade one and two and it's like the teacher fills out all these little bits and pieces like oh where are the problems where are the strengths um, 
what does this what does the student want to be when they grow up yeah i've got puppeteer written there <laughs> so i've always wanted to do it and um so um, I went in there and explained, look, yeah, I'll do birthday parties, I'll do childcare centres, and I just get out there and I can just perform these puppets. And I had yeah, every I reason why, like, this is good. And, and, like, there weren't many puppeteers out there at the time. Yeah. It was mainly clowns and magicians and yeah. costume characters and musicians. And, like, well, maybe this time let's bring back puppets. The yeah. Muppet, new Muppet movie had just come out. Sesame Street was still going strong, like, there was every reason in the world that there was an interest in puppets. Yep. So the guy kind of like shook my hand and he went, all right, all right, well, we'll give you a chance. You, <laughs> um, you, you do realize you're mad, don't you? He said that to me and I said, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds a bit familiar. Yeah, I went in yeah. wanting to create, yeah, like a clowning kind of laughter business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And. People sort of think you're just weird or, or it's, yeah. it's like an impossible dream. But yep. it actually isn't impossible. It's no. just like not something people normally expect. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, I mean, a lot of businesses in uh, Nice, uh, they're lawn mowing businesses or, yep. um, I don't know, regular everyday things. Oh, but there are some, like, um, gaming companies that have started out of out of Nice and yep. like, even bands as well. So yep. um, there are some creative um people that succeed mm. and um yeah so i got into this course did all of the, the the how to set up a business class and did the mentorship uh the one-year mentorship and it was just really great really like a step-by-step how to actually start a business and it was yep. just really good to get all of it done within the course and then yep. just yeah um and just do it and so i just spent the first year doing everything all the facebook marketing and all the other, all social media and yeah. online stuff website stuff and just getting out there and um it was really fun to market my business because i actually took puppets with me uh, and met people face to face and used the puppet to hand out business cards and stuff oh, like that fabulous brilliant um, yeah and uh yeah it just kind of grew from there so mm-hmm. um yeah and, and I, I started out mainly doing backyard birthday parties but by the end of my first year I started getting childcare centres and you know, a couple of schools, and then I got oh, like a couple of fates and festivals and things. Awesome. And um, yeah, by the by the second year, I was doing starting to do more childcare centres and schools, and even nighttime gigs as well. Cool. Um, and then by the third year, oh, actually, at the end of the first year, so I was all sort of just going. I thought that's it. My marriage ended, so I wasn't good at. I wasn't good at keeping a job, a regular job. I wasn't good at a marriage. So I thought, well, that's it. I'm just going to live out the rest of my days as this puppeteer, that this <laughs> one guy that gets out there and performs all the puppet shows and and uh, and that's that's. I'll be doing that. I'll do that until my 80s. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of puppeteers, there's a lot of really old 80 year old puppeteers who are out there still doing their thing. Yeah. But um, my current wife. Uh, who I was already friends with for ten years, yeah, um, Elisa. Um, I went. I, we hit it off at the end of the year. Um, I went to one of her parties, and um, it all just worked out from there. And um, Elisa's just been amazing. We've been together now for oh uh, seven ish, yeah, nearly seven years. Nice. Uh, and she works with for, you as well. Yeah. Well, now she's since. Um, so about three years ago, it's fast forwarding quite a bit. Um, <laughs> we actually lived in New York for a little while, oh, and um, cool. um, Elisa started learning puppetry because we did. Because um, wow, I've really skipped 
I've really skipped a few years there, but fast forward a few years. Oh, sorry. Years. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Um, no one actually teaches Muppet-style puppetry here in Australia. You just yeah. you, you can't do a uni degree in it. You can't do a TAFE course on it. Yeah. Um, I'm self-taught. And a lot of people were saying, oh, where'd you learn? What? Um, where did you study puppetry? And I had to say to people, well, I'm actually self-taught because no one teaches it here. Wow. And it's kind of not good enough. And it doesn't look good on a website or a resume either. So I um, yeah. went to New York and actually took part in several professional workshops um, run awesome. by puppeteers from uh, – Jim Henson puppeteers from Sesame Street and the Muppets. Wow. And um, one of my main mentors is Marty Robinson, who plays Telly Monster and Mr. Snuffleupagus uh-huh. on uh, Sesame Street. <laughs> he's, like a so rock star. Cool. he's got he, He's got this long, grey, curly hair. Uh, he just looks like a rock star as well. Wow. Uh, and he's just this really, I found him to be really inspiring. Um, wow. And I still keep in touch with him as well and let him know everything that I'm up to. And then he lets me know everything he's up to as well. That's amazing. And, um, yeah. And there were a, a bunch of other awesome people that I met along the way as well, from amateur puppeteers through to Jim Henson puppeteers and just really um, – really got to know this lovely puppetry community around um, the USA. Wow. And um, during that time, Elisa did some of the courses as well and learnt a bunch of skills and until up until a point where she felt comfortable enough to, to start performing with me. That's and, um, great. That's awesome. Yeah. So I still do the occasional one by myself, but we seem to get more and more bookings now for, um, for the two of us, particularly oh, cool. for larger events like festivals or shopping centres or yep. – some of the big library gigs and stuff that we do. So, um, yeah, it's been really good to have a second person. And it just means we've got female characters. We've got more engagement with the kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just more exciting with two with two performers now. Oh, that's great. That is yeah. so cool. Can I ask you some quick questions? Yeah. All righty. Um, so what's the funniest thing that you can think of that's happened working um, for larrikin puppets. Well, I always love the the funny things that that come out of the mouths of the little kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, particularly at childcare centres, like when you get to a childcare centre and you you're there building the puppet stage up, getting it all set up, ready for the show. You get all the kids standing there, looking in at the door and at the, at the screen door from outside, just <laughs> amazed at what's going on and and curious. And they all ask things like um. What are you doing? You say, oh, I'm making a puppet, making a puppet stage. Why? Because I'm setting up for a puppet show. There's going to be a puppet show. Why? <laughs> so all these sorts of questions. Um, but and I think the funniest thing that anyone said to me was, um, I, at, in the early days when I was still performing the majority of the gigs on my own, I used to have just a, just the stage all collapsed. Uh, a little backpack with a small speaker and just a bag of puppets. Like it's much bigger <laughs> now with big PA system and all that now. Yeah. But I used to just take it all on the bus and the train and I used just to travel out on my own and use public transport. And so I remember packing down after a childcare centre show and this little girl came up and said, um, um, what, what, what are you doing? Um, are you going home now? And I said, yes, um, uh, I'm going to catch the train. And she went, oh, isn't your mummy going to pick you up? Because you just would have been so childlike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I 
I love that. That's awesome. So you, you make a few little friends along the way. Oh, it's always that's very beautiful. nice. That we would be so magic. Oh, it is magical, yeah. Like yeah. during the performance and afterwards you do a bit of a meet and greet and you just see the wide-eyed wonder oh. of all the little kids and they just forget that you're there. Even when yeah. they do <laughs> see you, like the, the show itself, it's performed from behind the puppet stage. So the puppets are sort of real there. But we come out and, and do meet and greets and we're holding the puppets and they can see that we're holding the puppets, but they never <laughs> question it. They just yeah. look at the puppet and talk oh. to the puppet. Wow. So it's really it's still magical even if we're seeing with the puppets. Wow. Um, but, uh, yeah, the other day we um, finished up and, you know, all the kids were saying, are you going to come back again tomorrow? So it's always nice. It's good feedback. The <laughs> best awesome. feedback you can hear is when the kids yeah. love it enough to want to see it again. So simple, isn't it? Like you just know you've done a good job when that happens. Yeah, that's right. Because kids great. can be pretty tough critics. <laughs> you know, if they're saying something nice, they must, it must be good. Yep. Um, yeah. It's just the older kids, are a bit, uh, they're a bit tough. Um, so oh, we okay. do workshops. We run workshops for the primary school, like the older primary school kids and sometimes uh, high school as well, like uh, high school drama. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like they start off a bit sort of too cool for school at the start, <laughs> arms folded. Sometimes, <laughs> sadly, you know, you're going along to do a third birthday party, but, of course, there's that 10-year-old boy there yeah. who's there going, puppets suck <laughs> um, and all that and just ruining it for everyone else. Yeah. But, um for the older kids, we run workshops, and so they start out like, "Oh, what's this going to be?" Yeah. But they actually, we actually give we have a whole bunch of puppets that we lend out that they can use oh, and cool. actually learn all the skills. Yeah. So now, like when I grew up, they didn't have puppetry workshops, and even as up, you know, seven years ago, they didn't have puppetry workshops here. But now we're actually teaching people some of the skills that we learnt in the US. Wow. And um, yeah, and so the older kids get a chance to um, actually have a go and and learn all the skills and they seem to really enjoy it. That's wonderful. And then after that, after that, you do get um, positive feedback from the kids saying, oh, that was really fun. And sometimes we get um, emails from parents saying, hey, my um, son or my daughter was at your um, recent puppetry workshop and now we just want to find out where we can get some puppets. So, Because um, they want to keep practicing and they're interested in becoming a puppeteer. That is so, so cool. Uh, so that's really good. Oh, that's uh, amazing. I am so yeah. sorry to have to wrap this up. I feel like I could talk to you just all day because you, you've oh. got amazing stories, like from just what you've shared very briefly with us. Um, but yeah. how, can, how can people get in touch with your business um, if they want to find out more about it or if they want to come and see some of the shows you're doing or any, yeah, any well, we- and or other thing that they might want to have to do with you guys? Yeah, well, um, we've got a website, larrikinpuppets.com.au. It's awesome. L-A-R-R-I-K-I-N. Cause a lot of, some people have trouble spelling larrikin. <laughs> um, and there's a whole gig guide there with all of the – every single gig, public and private, but, like, awesome. all the public ones are, uh, are great to, uh, to look at if anyone wants to come along and see uh, one of our performances. And we've got a Facebook page and an Instagram page, and we do plenty of um, marketing to get the word out about – uh, any of the public events we do pubs right. clubs rsls public festivals libraries so there's um a whole lot of different opportunities for people to come and see us awesome and um yeah just basically that um, get in touch guys social media. gosh sorry i said get in touch guys i'm talking to our listeners now <laughs> oh right yes, yes, yes <laughs> i know yes, you i always topic. forget too when i'm in the middle of if, chatting to someone <laughs> sometimes if everyone's listening and that's what we're doing it for but yeah get it don't be shy guys get in touch um and that would be just awesome. 
That would be yeah. really good. Um, it's just, yeah, it's fabulous work that you're doing, Brett. You should just be oh, so proud of everything that you've accomplished so far. Thank you very much. It's been great to, uh, to talk to you on the podcast. Oh, likewise. Wonderful. Well, we'll be in touch. And for now, um, I'll say goodbye. Thank you so much for being on the chat. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Have a good night. You too. Okay, Ciao. bye. Bye. Oh my gosh, guys, that was great. Oh, I don't know about you, but I'm just so curious um, about just everything in the arts world. There's just so many great things happening. Um, and it's amazing what the human imagination has concocted. Um, <laughs> and puppets are just wonderful. And there's a reason There's a reason why they're still going strong. So um, I hope that we've sparked your, your imagination today and that you want to um, get out there and and explore what you're curious about, whatever that is, and um, having just like have an awesome awesome day, day or evening or morning, whenever you're listening in, um, it doesn't really matter. Just have a good time and have a laugh. Um, I didn't actually get to ask, uh, play many silly games with Brett just now. But it was just such a fascinating conversation that I just didn't want to interrupt any of any of the stories. Um, yeah, I just I hope you get as much out of this podcast as I have. I really enjoyed it. Have an awesome time, and we will see you. Well, you will hear <laughs> you will hear me. I keep saying you will see me, but you won't. And I'm I'm really not living up to those lies that I'm telling all the time. Oh my god. <laughs> You will hear from me very soon. Um, if you enjoyed this podcast, don't wait because you'll forget. Like, forward it through to a friend right now. If you're listening to the podcast, you can just click on the little dotties and be like, and do it for Dottie. Click on the little dotties for Dotties. <laughs> click on the little dotties and be like, share and send it to some of the friends that you absolutely adore and think would enjoy these chats that I'm sharing with you. Stay in good humor, stay funky. Keep pulling stupid faces whenever you can. Keep making silly sounds. Make yourself laugh. Make the people that you love laugh. And you'll hear from us soon. Bye. I believe in love. Do you believe in love, Amy? I do, Gina. I also really believe in helicopter dates, bottomless champagne, sparkly cocktail dresses and big-ass red roses. Well, you'll be surprised to hear that we're obsessed with The Bachelor. We will be sharing that obsession with you and discussing all things Bachelor and Bachelorette. We'll be talking about memorable moments, who we think Batchy will choose and the lessons we learn along the way. So prepare your cheese board, grab the wine, and get overly emotionally attached with us, your hosts, Amy Duro and Gina Schwartz. Love Batchelie. Two gals, here for the right reasons. A That's Not Gunner Productions podcast. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.